Uh, stay hot at 15. How you feeling? Oh, my God. I hit an absolute wall this weekend. Yeah. Because it was like, um, we're only like, uh, we're only 22 days out, right? Mm-hmm. From, uh, or 20, what's it, Wednesday? Yeah, 23. Definitely 20, 22 and a half. Till, okay. till Friday. We're, and then that's October 1st, man. So we came, we were hitting um, like on Saturday or Sunday um, on the weekend. I was like starting to hit that. I was like 25 days in. So I'm like halfway in. Gotcha. I really started to hit that wall. I was like, oh man, I'm exhausted. I'm like, I'm dying a little bit here, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, yeah, just kind of uh, battled through on Saturday and battled through on Sunday and then started really running every day, like no matter what. Absolutely. Run. Like, felt like I was doing like, hey, I'll go run a couple miles here. I'll go, like, I was running every day, like the challenge, but I wasn't doing the 5K. And now I'm like, God, do the fucking 5K. And, uh, buddy, 5K. It's working. Day? Oh, I, I don't know if I could do that. Dude, my, my shins are hurting, but we're pushing through. <laughs> Holy shit. Your, your heart, your, your beats per minute is going to go down to like 33. <laughs> man, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I'm excited, You're gonna be man. so efficient. Um, I, went, wait. I went for my first 5K in a long time uh, today, and it was fucking brutal. What was that? It was humid out today too. It was hot. Oh, gross! It was hot. I did. I did a heavy. I've been lifting weights like a madman lately. So like, nice. I, I feel heavy. I don't feel light, but it's hard to balance heavy. And, and getting strong too. Right. So I got to pick one. Um. So, so I have a couple of things I want to talk about, but like. Yeah, your fifty day your fifty day challenge. How is it is it doing what you thought it would do? It's like, 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 it's, like what's the discipline? What's the consistency? How has that impacted work? Are you happier? Are you like fuck, I can't wait for this to be over? Are you miserable? Like what did I get myself into? <laughs> like where are you? No, I feel like I'm in a great space. Uh, honestly, I'm like very um, I'm kind of like uh, last this past weekend on Labor Day weekend, I was a little tired. And I was like, what the, like, kind of like, what the fuck am I doing here? And I did take. Because, do you think that's because, like, everyone else takes the excuse to, like, do nothing on Monday? And here, oh, fuck, I, like, I have to continue to work. Or did that motivate you more to be like, yeah, why? No, it wasn't. And, like, it wasn't. I wasn't even looking at anyone else. I was like, man, I'm fucking tired. Yeah. I'm fucking really tired, man. Like, I was walking in and I was like. It wasn't like, oh, why am I doing this? But when I got here, I was like, man, I'm just tired. Mm. And then, like, so what I did was I just worked really hard. Like, didn't spend all day here, but worked hard for three hours. Took the rest of, like, Saturday night. Just chilled. Put the feet up. Watched the Jays. Fucking love the Jays right now. God damn. These guys are unbelievable. Um, Oh, God. Inspirational. Um, (laughs) And so – Basically, off of that, man, I just uh, kind of took a little bit of me time, uh, but still went to the office, still did my, yes. doing the challenge. Um, yeah, still doing the whole sober thing, not drinking at all. Uh, it's not doing anything. It's great. And, uh, man, I feel now this coming into the week, um, I felt like there was a big kind of um, simmering. I was kind of talking to, like, my team about it. I was like, you know what, like, we're on the cusp of, like, something massive like it was i've never felt this before uh-huh. 
I think I felt like false, uh, false, I guess, like, well, not false, but I guess like high points and then they go low points, high points, you go low yeah, points. Yeah. And this is just like, like a brewing that's just about to like pop the fucking lid off. It hasn't popped yet, but like the activity and like the, the, the energy and like from like clients, new clients contracts out signatures cut like we're just waiting on a couple sig- like signatures to come in like i'm expecting this to like wait it's ri- it's about to pour uh, like, it's literally about to pour that's and so it, yeah and honestly it that's what's kind of transpired over the last like 25 months we've actually become more stable i would say so i'm like we're very comfortable now uh-huh. we've created like as a team what our process is everything from an execution perspective and it kind of has freed me up now to just go do what I do best. And that's just absolutely drive business forward. Yeah. And so now I'm doing what I'm doing best. I'm in such a great space. I'm like just being an absolute nail gun. And yeah. now it's all coming. To, now it's like I'm in my sweet spot. Our, um, our, all of our people are in their sweet spots and what they do best. And now we are collectively just created like this buzz and this energy and we're literally about to pop this shit off. Like I'm expecting here in like any moment now for like a bang, 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 where it's like document sign, document sign, document yeah. sign, document sign. And then that, that'll be like, holy shit. Like we've now, it's arrived. And that's not like, we're only at like the 26 days, 27 day mark, but it took that 20, that took that like 33 days, that month of absolute grinding in a shitload of uncomfortability and pain to get to this point of like, I feel good. I feel really good right now. So, so you would, so you would say that because of this challenge and the, the, the uncanny and just dialed focus, it's like, you, you can feel like, okay, it, it's going to pay off sometime soon. I just don't know when, but it's, it's coming. It's paying. So it's paying off from an execution, our current clients right now, like, it's paying off because at, like we're performing. It's great. Like we're just performing. Um, what and then performance in like your product and in your team allows your job as a salesperson to be or on the front lines to be so much easier because you go, well, look what we're doing here. Here's the case study. Here's this. Here's this. This. But it took like I wasn't doing what I did. I wasn't like fully involved and freed up in the first five uh-huh. ten days. So I was more like this, we are like mission critical. This is a massive point. We got to get our sort of shit out mm. and get good and get aligned and getting aligned and getting like level and stable then freed me up now over even just the okay. last 10 days to do, to be where I want to be and where, so, where I'm, I perform. So you don't think you would have been able to be in this position as soon as you are now if you didn't take those first 12 days and absolutely dial in? Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, it, no, exactly. We would have been, would have been delayed. So it, I wouldn't have, I would have been delayed probably like a month or two. Gotcha. And then we would, then I would have been sitting here disappointed in October uh, saying, what the fuck? Right. Like, why, why didn't, why weren't, why aren't we where we're supposed to be? Fact that we did when Neil's um, fuck, when they went like total guns a blazing and lockdown, right? <laughs> lockdown for uh, for like the 15 20 days right. to the 20 32 days to this point has allowed everyone now to start to perform 
and ultimately be freed up to perform because yeah, they can focus on what they do best. That's nice that you've recognized that because I think that speaks to the whole idea of, of sacrifice and, you know, something that I've been feeling and kind of battling with, uh, not, not battling. It's not like I'm having a conflict with myself, but it's, it's, I think it's a common theme where, you know, if you're confident in yourself, I felt this as an athlete. Um, it's like, I know there's something in me that eventually I will be successful. I, I don't like, like, it's just like, there's no way that I can't yeah. be. I just know that there's something special. It's just, I have this, yeah. I have this confidence, even though it's, I'm not there yet. It's just like, whether it takes 30 years, I just like, there's no way I'm going to fail. Like there's just no way. But I think at the same time, it's easy to say that anyone can say that it's like what you do with the action. It's like whether or not you're putting that action forward. And so it's, it's how long am I going, going to delay? Like, like if I, if I don't sit down here for the next couple of months and absolutely dial in and sacrifice the the weekends that I've had with my friends, the the trips that I want to go on, the you know like that kind of if, like if I don't do that, then then that success is just going to be delayed even even further. Even though I know it's in me somewhere, it's like but but like who's going to pull that out? It's like it's not it's not up to anyone else to do that. Like like I can't, you can't sit here and expect things to happen for you, right? Right. Um, I was re I was on Twitter and it said. I was on Twitter just before this and I was going through, yeah. it's like, there was a, someone said a quote, entrepreneurship and startups are more about action than intelligence. You could, you could substitute intelligence for that innate uh, uh, skill or that innate feeling and belief and confidence. You, you could, because without the action, it's not going to happen. Well, intelligence comes from learnings from actions. Nice that's what it is right it's so your actions you need to take an action to learn something right and so that act you can hey, you take an action have success and you learn something about it but then ultimately what happens is you take action it doesn't go that well or hey you got to tweak this guys like that that becomes intelligence that becomes knowledge and so you take uh, all your knowledge yeah. and your intelligence from your actions right. and guess what you, you're you're then you're that's why like you just learn you just get more knowledgeable and better like it's unbelievable and, and you know what works and what doesn't work and what you're what's best for you and what's not best for you um but then but then it's funny like right below that tweet it was like someone else said do you think entrepreneurship or no this this isn't the tweet the tweet was something like entrepreneurship and startups uh, when, when are we going to stop romanticizing this kind of lifestyle? It's like when we talked in Act 14, it's like the whole hustle culture and like grind, 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 no sleep, 50 days straight, like whatever. <clears throat> Do you think entrepreneurship and startups have been romanticized in the past? Like it's cool to be an entrepreneur. It's cool to be a founder. Yeah, I think we've always talked about this, right? Like it's easier to be an entrepreneur today than it was because of, Shopify because of technology. Uh, There's so many. <laughs> def, the, uh, the, we always talk about this, right? My definition of entrepreneur is beyond big versus the definition of an entrepreneur for other, another person is different, right? So it's romanticizing, I guess, being an entrepreneur is cool. 
I think it's I think it's cool. I like it. I like that. I think it's cool, but I think the definition of it varies across for different people. And I don't know, maybe it's just it's all relative, right? I think for me at least and I can't speak this for other people like we're just I'm a type of person to like and uh, our team are the type of people that why why do something if it's not going to be something that's massive? Like right. that to me, I'm always, I've always been like, a, well, I'm not going to do it just to set up a t-shirt store and Shopify and make my 10 fucking bucks a t-shirt and 50, I don't know, sell 50 fucking t-shirts for, I don't know, five, 500 bucks, but that might help that, but that might be what someone else likes. And that's good for them. Like if they can, like, they get a lot of pride in that and they like, they like that good set up your t-shirt shop for me. Um, and for um, everyone that we works here and everyone that ultimately is effectively trying to solve this problem, we're trying to solve a, an issue and a problem that is a worldwide phenomenon. It is sales, making salespeople more productive through AI is a worldwide phenomenon across every single B2B business today, but business in general. And that's what we're trying to solve. Like that problem, that is our problem, right? And it takes so much effort and time and dedication and sweat and sweat, equity, blood, tears, whatever you want to, to try to solve that problem or not even try to solve the whole problem, solve a snippet right. and then solve the snippet. And then guess what? Learn about how you can solve a little more, a little more, and then a little more. And eventually you're sitting here with a fucking multi-billion dollar company. Yeah. 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 And like, so, it, it almost like to me, it almost feels like that problem is ar- arbitrary, and that it's almost like that problem. Like, do you think that problem can ever be solved? Like, I, I don't think you're like you can't solve that, but you can make it easier. Well, that's what would make more productive, right? So, you yeah. make it easier for salespeople, right? Um, ultimately, that's the great thing about business, man. The problem today might not be the problem tomorrow, or there might be a little bit more of a problem, right? The next, this is why disruption never there's not you can't disruption doesn't stop it is always happening right? right there's a linkedin for example right linkedin was a disruptive business creating ultimately a, B, a business platform to connect people built 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 bop and microsoft 26.4 billion bucks built 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 no more it's math i think it's worth i don't know what it's worth but it's worth probably closer to 100 now and what does the founder say that sold it for 26.4 billion he goes this platform's meant to get disrupted when he disrupted the whole platform in general, right? So uh-huh. he's saying this whole thing's to get parsed out, split, knocked up. There's things we do really well. There's things that no one can compete with, but guess what? There's things that like we do really well that there's a startup like Greenkey that's going to come in and make this section better and ultimately optimize it. And guess what? Then Greenkey builds on that. So we start growing, 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 growing. And then guess what? Well, there'll be someone else that comes in and we got to keep innovating, right? Mm-hmm. Disruption ha- it's disruption is amazing. It's like, a, it's like, it's unbelievable. Great. And, and we wouldn't have a lot of our modern day technology without disruption. This, this makes me, um, it, it's good transition into what, like I wanted to, I want to pick your brain on the whole crypto and NFT space. <laughs> um and and, yeah. and because because i i find more and more each day more people are getting involved and more people are learning about nfts and and how to purchase nfts or set up a crypto wallet on metamask and buy stuff on open sea and like 
Uh, Steph Curry just became the global ambassador for the FTX trading company, which is, I don't know what they're trying to do, but they, you know, they have deals with Tom Brady and they, they just bought naming rights to the Miami heats arena. And like, so like, do you think like, first of all, what's your opinion on crypto? Do you think it's a fad? Like, because remember like Bitcoin was the biggest talk of the talk and it was going up and down, up and down and people were making millions off it. Like that was probably in January, maybe February. Right. When that was happening. But now it sounds like it's like, okay, this isn't going anywhere. This isn't a bubble. Do you think it's a bubble? Um, first off, preface. Yeah. I don't, crypto is not my forte. Um, crypto is not my space. Um, it's not something I take a lot of interest in today. Okay. Do I find it really interesting though? Right. Yes. Do I find it to be an industry that is ever going away? No, I think it, that's a disruptive industry that there, there has to be universal currencies. That just makes sense to me. Why wouldn't there be a universal currency across every single country? Why did the, why did the countries have to control that, right? right? The issue I have is this thing is fucking nuts. It's Bitcoin's up 10,000 bucks one day, yeah. drops down another five. And the issue with that is, I think what the issue with this is, when you have these uncontrolled volatilities where something's not pegged to anything, it's not pegged to anything, like the US dollar is pegged to the US economy. The Canadian dollar is pegged to the Canadian economy, right? And ultimately the value of that, you can quantify that. Can't quantify cryptocurrencies right now. Mm. You basically just, it's basically, it goes up and based on demand, people buy, 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 buy. And then all of a sudden, guess what? All these... um, these high frequency trading platforms and algorithms jump in and it'll sell, 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 and then it'll go down and sell. Like it's not pegged to like any value, which is really dangerous, man. And I see, listen, I I commend all these early guys that made money off Bitcoin and our Forex crypto traders and our crypto specialists. Good for them, man. You made your quick buck. But I also think the purpose, my purpose, again, they they classify themselves as entrepreneurs, right? Mm -hmm. They consider themselves not true. I look at them and go, you just got lucky. Mm-hmm. But it's good. I, I'm not, I don't hold anything against them no, no. at all. Good for you. But my definition is different. I'm great. You made made a million bucks off Bitcoin. Yeah. What are you doing next? What are you, what are you doing next? And what problem are you solving or what solution are you bringing to help people versus just making that million dollars because you were smart or early? Right. And then finance people like 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 investment advisors or people who own funds are not, are entrepreneurial in spirit, but they're not entrepreneurs. Right. Um, they're I guess that's it. Right. If you're a, if you're a, people that are calling themselves entrepreneurs right now are these Forex guys, are these crypto traders, are these and non fungible to- tokens. Listen, if you set up a business that ultimately was like a cryptocurrency platform and, and it ultimately started moving that way. You're an entrepreneur. Yeah. You're an entrepreneur. That is awesome. If you're just a trader and you're just, you're just buying stuff as like right. a talk trader, then you're not because it's not a business. You're just making money for yourself. Yeah. It's, it's, I like how you say entrepreneurial spirit because it does, yeah. take, it, it takes on some of the qualities of an entrepreneur, like risk, risk, and, risk, risk is the yeah. biggest one. It takes a lot of risk, <laughs> risk. I think, I think that's what it is. And I taught like a lot of my friends. I don't think I have many friends who are like purebred entrepreneurs. Like 
like I, I mentioned this to you earlier, I think you're the only person that I really know and speak to on a regular basis. That's like building a real business. Um, um, well, dude, I like people into or echo that, like people look at me and go, Troy's fucking insane. Like I get, I get my friends, I like, go, like they say, Troy, that's really cool. Or they joke around, oh, how's the green cube? Like they don't know. Like they, mm-hmm. they joke around about that to me. And I go, listen, it's good. It's great. I think they, I think people kind of still think it's kind of a, uh, no, it's not anymore. They used to think based on what I was that, hey, uh, Troy's just like this kind of guy who starts all these things, yeah. does this, does that. That's who he was, right? Now they go, oh, shit. This guy's got something fucking tangible. But, but guess this what? Is- but you had to do all those other little things to be called crazy to get to where you were today. That's I'm still crazy. I'm still fucking crazy. <laughs> I know, but but but, but like but like what I'm saying is like people, and you hear all these successful like Jay Z and whatever any motivational clip that you come across on Reels or Instagram, whatever it it's always like people don't see the work that it takes to get to where I am today, right? So like I think back to your failed business of the the nightclub, the skip line, you know, like skip out, like um. That that's where I think the romanticization of, of entrepreneurship, people think like, Oh, let me go sell a couple t-shirts and become this. But like, it's almost like, do you think you needed to, to taste those failed businesses to, to, to finally land where you are today? And then on top of that, I think like talk to the pressure that it felt to become an entrepreneur and, and not take the safe route. Because my friends, a lot of them are like, they love the security of the corporate job. Right. So for you to avoid that path, it's like, damn, what if this like, are you were you ever afraid of being the, the loser that high Troy? Like, good luck. You're you're not building the next Shopify, you idiot. So <laughs> that was aggressive. <laughs> no, no, I love it. I love it. that's my that's my vote. No, it was ah, okay. I never I, I was living safely still when I was doing those other startups consulting in there as well would you classify yeah. that yeah yeah it, that's a man to anyone else but to me right what, what is my definition on truth today all in we are all in on this yeah. i don't care my success my compensation and my my net worth is paid to the value of this company yes i'm all in on that back in uh back like a year and a half like a when i started my consulting business that's a, listen, I, I'm a good salesman. I can get a, I was basically, it's a safe way to say you were an entrepreneur, right? Yes. And so, because I was making a monthly salary. Right. salary. It's not, a, it's not, it wasn't like a real, like you didn't have employees or anything like that. Oh, no, it was just me, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So like, yeah. So that's kind of what it was, right? And so um, it was a safe way, I guess, for me. Um, we're, and, I, and maybe that's why people didn't take me seriously at the time, right? Uh-huh. It was, I had, I wasn't, I, and I, I don't know, I guess people thought consulting business, that's really cool. Wow, it's great. Wow, it's a risk because you're month to month on contract, right? Yeah. It is, right? But uh-huh. to me, I was like so dissatisfied because it wasn't really creating any equity value, yes. right? It was just yeah. a, it was just a salary. This now... Um, it took me like coming back from Ottawa. We always talk about that story. Coming back from Ottawa and di- like a year, a year to the date now, which is fucking spectacular. 
like literally a year to the day today. Coming back off that and saying, fuck, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but like, I'm gonna, I'm here and I'm going for it. And like, I still, we still didn't know what the fuck the business was at that time. But I said, I'm coming back. I'm sitting in the office. My success is fucking day to day with this shit now, but I went all in on it. And now I'm sitting here. Now we're sitting here with 15, 15 employees. One year later, uh, a concept that's uh, an idea that's of, of a sales that I didn't know anything about. We didn't know anything about, but we, we said, we're going to make this better. Why not? You took and leverage a took action that's great yeah we took a lot of actions action 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 fail insight knowledge fail action failed insight knowledge knowledge knowledge, knowledge. seed build build action 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 tweak tweak series a billion dollars like that's like that's like where it's going right so it's like i guess yeah you got to um you got to be all in you got to be and i think that's the biggest thing for me it was the biggest thing for me was I had nowhere else to go. Mm. I w- I like I didn't have uh, nothing to fall back on. I didn't have that consulting gig to fall back on. I didn't have anything else. And you always hear about people saying like I had nothing else to do because it wasn't really that they had nothing else to do. They probably had options, but men- mindset wise, they just went for it and they literally went all in on that thing. And that's what people meant. Like I didn't have anything to fall back on because you were just going to make it work. You were just going to make it happen. I, I, I think that's un- healthy, but unhealthy at the same time. Um, it's just like putting all your money into uh, one stock or one thing of crypto. Like it could pay off, but then there's the risk that it could not pay off. But I didn't say that. I said, you put, I had stuff to fall back on. Probably. I have options, right? Like I went right. to a good school. I had all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Men- mentally, mental, mentally, mentally, I went to a place where it was no, 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 this is fucking it, and I'm gonna make, I'm just gonna go. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing, but I am not. I'm not. There are no mirrors. I am no mirrors on the side. I am all downhill, right, all uphill. No mirror, no rear view mirrors. I'm not looking anywhere. I'm just looking forward, and I'm just gonna keep going forward and push forward and make it happen. That's. That's the choice. I went all in mentally. I didn't go all in right. in the scheme of things. And it's like the whole, um, I don't need a plan B because plan A, something, something. What's that quote? It's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a plan B because I'm going to make plan A work or something. It's just right. like, why have a backup plan? If like, if you were actually serious about plan A, then you wouldn't even be thinking about what if it didn't work. It's funny, right? Like, I, I think you just become so resilient and you become such a good problem solver because mm-hmm. of the action yeah. that you, it just, it, it, it comes and it just figure, you figure it out. Like, yeah. you have your, listen, you're gonna have, we're going to still have terrible days. Like, we've had, like, this has been a, we've had terrible days. Damn, how do we come up with this? How do, where do we come from this? Ultimately, then we just somehow come up with a solve. We, mind, we put our minds together. We work. We get better. We solve. We come up with ideas. And that's the beauty about this. It's like you just, you're constantly innovating, solving from actions. Yeah. To then ultimately and getting the knowledge that you have. The actions are painful. Like getting punched in the face. But ultimately, you move forward and ultimately create um, greater actions that ultimately lead to greater results. 
what what do you consider a bad day um when i'm on I, I i guess yeah we always talk about like there are no bad days blah blah fuck that shit there are terrible days yeah is it no calls is it no is it no uh signed deals is it no like uh is everyone just getting rejected 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 or you're you're in a fun like what is a bad day quantifiably quantifiably oh well yeah i mean there's so many KPIs, keep uh, key indicators that you can have for your business that you're not meeting or blah, blah, blah. But I think organically, like, I think people feel this now. I think we've instilled this in our, our employees and our coworkers here. Y- you know when it's a bad day for you because you feel anxious. Yes. You don't feel good. Like I was talking to Timmy the other day, one of our employees, and he goes, man, I, I just couldn't sleep last night. I felt terrible. And I was like, yeah, man, like that's just what this is about. Like when you get, when you get to that point, when you feel anxious and uncomfortable, like it's not necessarily a bad day, but you know that there's something, there's something missing. And you, yeah. and that's ultimately the, the sign to then go and put your mind to it. Try to solve that issue. Right. Probably get, take that action. Mm-hmm. To ultimately get an ultram and address it. And so I think you just feel organically anxious or you feel, oh, uh, shoot, like something's percolating or something. This isn't right. You have that. It's, it's a, your business is kind of like your body, man. Like, you know, when something's not right, you know, when you're injured, you know, you got to rehab it. Like, mm-hmm. and uh, I think any, anyone that doesn't have that feeling as a entrepreneur, especially in a small business, you, you're, you're, uh, you're not, you're not being aware. You're actually not cognizant of what's going on. Right, and 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 you could just be going through the motions. Um, right, is there is there a particular bad day that you remember in the last like two months, like recently, where you were just like nothing's going right. I'm uh, I'm I'm my brain's not sharp. It's not firing. Um, I, I've I've been asked questions on sales calls that I, I can't answer and, and, or or you just knew that you couldn't even go find an answer because you know the whole idea of like hey be upfront honest I can't tell you right now but let me go reach back to the team you've mentioned that before where that kind of shows a a genuine interest in in the client and finding that answer taking the extra time to find that answer mm. can you remember like a horrible day where you left the office mad no Frustrated. Never leave it. Never fucking. Oh, frustrated. Yeah, but frustrated. I'm never mad. I'm never mad. I never leave the office mad. Never. I always frustrated. Um, frustrated for maybe a little bit here and there, but um, like I had like a thing the other day. Uh, I had like a thing a couple weeks ago where I got really frustrated at like um, I thought we were moving too slow. Like uh, before, like we were on the 50 day. That's probably what kicked off the 50 day challenge was i thought we were moving i thought we were moving very slow we weren't moving uh great we weren't like, ultimately like money like, um, sales no nothing was not sales we got like i i thought that's my domain i'll well, i'll kill that but i mean as a, co- as a co-founder um you're ultimately you need to make sure your business is functioning possibly right and i felt things weren't just getting things were getting missed or things were getting there were movies up for things would get delayed and they take time gotcha. and me and me, I got, I get really like boisterous and frustrated when that simmers. And I asked, when you ask for something two weeks ago and it doesn't show up, sure. you get mad. And then what I realized was I'm not really a great today, me today, eventually maybe I'll become that. 
I'm not a great like operations person. Mm. I'm not someone who's like has to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten. Because you put me there, sure. I'm gonna lose my sh- I'm gonna lose my shit, and I'm ultimately it's just not gonna work. But we have an amazing ops person here, and that's Aiken, who's part of our company, who you'll meet soon. And she's just I've never seen someone so organized in my life. She gets it, moves forward, um, bringing her, elevating her into this type and empowering her to come into this role, which she kills, and we knew she would kill it. Ultimately, free and I, we, us working collaboratively rather than combatively, ultimately allowed us to have stability, and then that then allowed us to allow me freed me up to go right. do what I do best, and yeah. that's like sell, grow, create partnerships, move the business forward, ideate, create new product ideas, work with tech, and go out and do it and execute. Right? Uh-huh. Having that stability in her is a massive, massive, massive value add for me. Because it allows me to perform at my best rate. And I think that's what like the cha- that's what we were feeling before the challenge. I was like, we have to get aligned not just with um, processes and, and uh, on that side, but we have to make sure everyone's aligned on in the in the role that they're gonna be the best in and that they're gonna kill. Like Aiken loves this. Like this is what she does. Like she's just so ready. She takes notes on podcasts that are not even business related podcasts, but they're like personal, I don't know, like comedic podcasts. People laughing. She'll take notes. So she does. And uh, she always jokes around with me about this. But then I go, like, well, like I laugh at it, but then I go, but I admire it. So I go, wow, like if only I had 0.001% of that organization. And so you need to what I learned is you can't be combative. You got to be collaborative and your idea isn't always the best idea is, and isn't the only idea that's in the room. And that's something I learned um, as a leader and as someone that moved forward. And really when you want, it's, it's a great feeling. I mean, it's probably what it feels good. When you have meetings with people and collaboratively discuss, and uh, you're not, you're not feeling like you need to come up with everything a weight is taken off my shoulders and ultimately it's way more healthy. Right. And then ultimately I'm freed up to like do what I do best. Yeah. And and, and that's, that's the benefit of, of building something bigger than yourself. Right. Think, think back to your consultancy days when it was just you versus versus where you are now. Now you have more firepower and you, you can, you can lean on more people and their strengths. It's funny, right? It's like when you're starting out, when you're starting a company, and it was just me, right? It was just me. Yeah. A couple of partners. Like, basically just me. I was like, product, sales, everything, right? Yeah. And when when you create, I think when you create, you're playing like, you're basically playing shorthanded against, you're playing shorthanded, playing hockey. Like, if you don't know think hockey now, you're playing shorthanded. It's just you. You just got to make all of them work. You wear, wear every single hat. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was a big adjustment for me to and uh not big adjustment but a learning process to then okay step out of ops step out of product a little bit step move more towards shift more towards bd growth vision um sales managing that process and then stepping out of these all like everything that was on my plate and just handing it to people that are better at this than i am they're better they're more talented than me at this and be and it takes a leader I think I read a quote the other day um, that 
uh, it was about Steve Jobs. He goes, I always employ people in certain positions that are smarter than me right. in those positions. And that's so true. You need to employ people that are smarter, you better at what they do in those processes. Because right. if they're better at it, there's a good chance that they probably enjoy it first yeah. Yeah. and they feel good about that. And that's what they're passionate about. And then ultimately the whole thing collectively performs. And so that's what I've learned over the last like, like 50 days, I would say. It's a, how to use your team rather than be a puck hog, maybe. And that's really made me, maybe that's what that feeling is of simmering. Now we're like a full team right. coming up rather than it's just, I got to go out and do this and go end to end. Still going to go end to end on vacational goal, sure. but sure. why not? But we got, to, <laughs> well, we got but hey, it's good to get a couple of assists now. And then for sure. um, yeah, I, you know, I, and, and I think that's a great, great way to end it off. I think like it's fun to see you kind of do a little intro, uh, like introspection on these calls and, I, I don't like the word admit, but it's it's a little bit of like, hey, like discovery, discovery, bro. It's discovery that you can't you can't in order to reach your vision and your goal, you can't do it alone. And I no. think that's where that's that, that's probably why a lot of startups fail. Ninety nine point. Well, there's a reason why there's a reason why a lot of co-founders don't become CEOs, right? That's a massive yeah. thing, or don't elevate to a leadership role. Not saying that's where I'm going, but um, you got to be able to delegate, manage, and build your team up. And that's something that I've learned to do, learned to do and I'm really happy that that's, this is the course that it's going. It, it's only going to make you better as a leader and it's only going to make your company better because it's like, oh, damn, Troy believes in me. He's giving me responsibility and like, hey, I feel a part of this place as opposed to just clocking in and out. Done. You got it, man. Act 15. Enjoy. High five, five. Day. We'll see you, brother. Bye, buddy. All right, baby.